Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of uh, FumbleCast. Yeah! We had a nice little week off. We're not always going to go over why we had a week off later. That's right. Um, <laughs> we want to uh, say hello to uh, Timothy Mendonca. Hi, Timothy. Um, also, say hi to uh, our Patreon subscribers, uh, Amanda. And Victor. And, and Victor. Thank uh, you, guys. Where my hat's at, Victor. <laughs> you, need, you need to get them to us. I really want to wear my hat to work. Um, you know, to remind everyone we're on the Pod Bros Network. Pod Bros. Podbros.com. Uh, love them. Uh, haven't, uh, haven't been listening to any podcast really besides Binge Mode, which is um, on... Uh, uh, the Ringer Network, which is Bill Simmons' pod- podcast network. Oh, I just, you know, speaking of Bill Simmons, I was just watching that um, inside the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. It was super good. He's he's a good, he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> good, good content. Um, and, and, you know, might as well go into our 52 fact. Are you ready for it, Chris? What's your 52 fact? <laughs> so, uh, 52 fact that I, fa- uh, that I found that I thought pertained to us was that the new 52 is a 2011 revamp and relaunch by DC Comics of its entire line of ongoing monthly superhero books. This is where a weekly comic series uh, from DC Comics entitled New 52 has 52 issues with a plot spanning one full year. Pretty and neat. I, and I actually have most of them. Um, one, one of them was called Batman Eternal. Uh-huh. Loved it. It was yeah. great. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that fact. And also, uh, remember, just go to podbros.com. Check out the other cool podcasts, and um, especially with things getting heated up in entertainment. And um, a lot of them scan different, like, movies, TV. Yeah. Um, there's wrestling. Uh, and then um, one of the ones that got us started, that's delightful. They're very political, and so things are so political right now. If you want to have some political insight of, um, you know, uh, more left leaning, but they do. The people play devil's advocate, so you know it's got everything in there. Go check out that's delightful. What is the ne- why does the devil need advocating? <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's go into so we, so we were gone for a week. So um, in the time we were gone, the big thing that came out two things: um, the Disney deal is done. Yeah, and um, so did you hear the new stuff that came out though? So I guess they the was it the as the FCC or DOJ. Somebody, somebody has to approve the Department of Justice. Usually, I think. Oh, that's who does it. That approves the deal. Yeah. So, um, whoever it was, mm-hmm. um, basically, they flat out said if Comcast would have been in it, they don't, they wouldn't have been able to approve the deal. So that's why Fox pulled the trigger because there was some doubt that Comcast could either come up with the funds or if it was going to be something that was logical enough for them to do so it was kind of interesting to see them release that info after the fact because they're just like yeah i don't think that that's gonna work so everyone's kind of like look see there's nothing else they could do is they had to do that so um then you also had the fact that um it chapter two begins production since we were last year nice um they've been doing really cool things of showing comparisons of the young kid to their current character so that was kind of cool showing them bounce around and then kind of the um, – so we'll jump into the movie stuff right now. So mm-hmm. some stuff happened. So news came out last week. Then this week they said some more stuff about the Batman. So the Batman, it says, may take in play, take place in an alternate timeline with uh, Jared Leto not being the Joker. Hmm. So um, I'm sorry. That's not right. 
with Solo non-Jared Leto Joker film. So there's that one that supposedly is Joaquin Phoenix is supposed to play the, the Joker. Yeah. So they're saying it might take place in that timeline. But then literally like the like a week later, they go, the Batman reboot is going to be in the universe. So what I'm thinking is, is they're trying to pull some sort of uh, alternate universe type of thingy where it's still all tied together, where there's multiple Batman. I think they have it on the Flash TV show where they meet their alternative selves kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, multiverse, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm excited for Joaquin Phoenix to be the Joker. Um, I just don't hope that – I hope they don't pull that thing where – Everyone wanted to see Ben Affleck as the Batman just to see what would happen. I think he did great. I think he did a great job. But here's the thing, though. What was his first appearance as Batman in? Uh, it was in... Was it in Batman B versus Superman? No. It was in Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. So I'm hoping they don't pull that thing where they're like, let's Wait, just... Wait, didn't that come up before, though? I don't think so. No? They filmed at the same time, I want to say. Uh, you can look it up. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. But what I didn't, I don't like about it is I don't like when they took a character, put him in a small kind of menial role. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, they start making the Batman before they make the Joker, and they put whoever they put, whether it's Joaquin Phoenix or somebody else, they put them in the role of the Joker. People look at it and they're like, "Oh, we don't like that person." So all of a sudden, now the Joker solo film is getting pushed back two, three years as they recast, and you know, it seems like it's some sort of weird tactic they've been using to try and. You know, figure out who's the best. No, you don't do that. You 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 make the character. Let yeah. the person be the character. Don't try and figure out what other people want because then you'll have more Star Wars debacles. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I, I personally liked Ben Affleck. People don't realize he was supposed to be like an old man Logan type character. He was supposed to be beaten and battered. He's been doing it for his whole entire life. He's he's old. Yeah. So any info on that? Batman vs. Superman came out first. How much sooner? Same year. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But the biggest movie news, there's a lot of movie news. Yeah. I was really excited for. There's a new Ninja, Ninja Turtles movie in the works. Okay. Another Michael Bay? I hope not. <laughs> they were bad. <laughs> Have you watched them? No? No, because Michael Bay went on that whole kick. Like, I got, in, I got back into him after he did that... Um, uh, K-Swiss commercial with Kenny Powers making fun of himself about making giant robots that blow stuff up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, you can make fun of yourself. I get it. But um, he's starting to become like J.J. Abrams where the J.J. Abrams solar flash thingy and all that kind of crap is just – it's starting to um, – It's a signature, you know? Yeah, and you're like, oh, if you don't see it, see it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that. But, but I mean, I guess – so. In in seeing both films, I enjoyed them. <laughs> See, here's the thing: like you said, we, like you know, both yeah. of us, we're very optimistic about everything. We we yeah. watch everything with an open mind because nothing's going to be the same. It's like everyone's saying, "Well, Christian Bale's the best Batman." He goes, "No, you know what? He's the best version of that Batman. He's the best Christopher Nolan Batman." Right? Because yeah. if you were to take another person, everyone says that Michael Keaton's the best Batman. Well, he's the first Batman. Yeah. So. That's what everyone's going gonna to resonate. For people that are younger, a little bit younger than us, they think that Christian Bale is the best, best mm-hmm. Batman. Um, obviously, no one thinks the George Clooney or Val Kilmer are great Batmans, but, you know. What about Adam West? Adam West is the only Batman <laughs> in, 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 in realistic terms. R.I.P. Um, so, other movie news. So, I just remembered this. 
So Quentin Tarantino is supposed to be directing the next Star Trek movie. Yeah, I saw that. And and what's kind of weird is he's looking to bring the people that were in the new ones back. Yeah. So I'm like, that's kind of cool. It's very Star Trek Trekish yeah. to bring the original cast back because you know um, all the movies were besides the Next Generation ones, they were all uh, Shatner and Nimoy, all the original movies. So the ones with JJ, those are all that, that was the trilogy, right? Yes. Yeah. So that was it. He only signed on to do a trilogy. I believe so. He's oh. very he's very matter of fact about what he does. Yeah. Like he's just like this is all I'm doing. Like when um he came on with the Last Jedi because uh, who he didn't do Last Jedi. He was doing the next one. Yeah. Um, when he came on though for the Last Jedi, he's like he's a producer. All he said. Force Awakens, you mean? No, no, no. He's a he's a producer on oh, um, producing. Okay. on um, Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "Oh, I'm just here to observe." Yeah. He goes, he he said something along the lines like, he basically feels like because he's making the next one, he wants to make sure everything's in line with the vision so that it doesn't deviate. Yeah. Because obviously the first one was more of just like a hey, Star Wars is back, woohoo, Star Stormtroopers. Yeah, you know. Uh, Death Star, all this kind of, you know, they're bringing all this certain things back so you can remember it. And now it's more about creating a, a long lasting thing. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. He'll probably have some input on the Quentin Tarantino ones, but Quentin Tarantino is always different. His stuff is always wacky and insane. Um, but speaking of Star Wars. Okay. So Lucasfilms puts a hold on all future standalone films. So no Boba Fett. No Obi Wan. Now it's rumored Obi Wan's going to show up in the um, next Star Wars movie. Um, but my favorite thing I saw on the internet was on Twitter, and they go, "All you fanboys who sat there and said to boycott Solo, boycott Solo, you created this, and it's true." They kept telling everyone to not watch a Solo movie because it was garbage. The guy that played Solo was garbage. All this stuff. So you created this mess. Yeah. Um, some people are calling it a blessing in disguise. They're like, you know what? We don't need a Obi-Wan Solo movie. Um, for all of you saying that we need a Darth Vader Solo movie, um, it's called the prequels. That's literally <laughs> the story of Darth Vader. Yeah. So um, all, all of them are pretty much an origin story. <laughs> exactly. So um, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, the problem is, is that I was looking, really looking forward to a Boba Fett movie. Okay, so I was going to tell you about this too. Some one of those things that, like, okay, so I understand there's like books and folklore and all this stuff mm-hmm. about Boba Fett, but it feels as if people just think he's a cool character instead of like, like actually like loving him for the character he is. Right. In 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 pop culture, you know what I mean? Because I, when I was at Disneyland, I was like seeing people like, oh my god, look, it's a Boba Fett. Oh my god, he's my favorite. And I'm like, he didn't really do anything. He didn't. He didn't do anything. Yeah. And, um, and I'm just like, okay, he looks cool. I get it. Aesthetically, he's like really cool looking. Right. But aside from that, I'm just like, um, he's nothing. <laughs> the, um, the cool thing is, is um, when you do get into Mandalorian, he's a Mandalorian. That's what yeah. he is. When you get into the, the the stories about Mandalorians, that's when you do learn more about not even him. It's just about the people themselves because they're 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 warriors. Yeah. So, but in general, in the general public, do you actually believe that there's people that are actually going and looking at all that source material about the Mandalorians? Mm-mm. No. So that that's my whole hang up is like, okay, quit it. Like, there, cool looking character, like I said, but that's about it. Well, I mean, in that, that's the case, they need Dengar, and Dengar is another one that's on there. Barely, he speaks more, I think, than Boba Fett does. Yeah. So, um, you know what I mean? It was one of those. It was one of those things where you just kind of 
you just roll with it, yeah. you know. Uh, Boba Fett, what's really funny is um, when you meet him in Disneyland, he does have some set lines that says, and it's that, um, uh, where where is the where is the guy from that played him? He's from New Zealand. Yeah. So he has that New Zealand accent. The Kiwi kind of accent. He has a Kiwi accent. So I was like, you know what? Okay, he's, it's cool. I don't like him because that. I like I do. I do like him because of the books. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, you know what? I'll just take it because um, if I can get it, you know what I mean. If I can get it, yeah, I'll take it. So the next thing we have to talk about. What's up? Let's just go into the fact that LeBron has a deal to go to the Lakers. Yep. Um. LeBron. So, so there's new sign-up sheets for all the bandwagoners, too. Yes. <laughs> new sign-up sheets. So um, LeBron goes to the Lakers. He um, uh, he signed for $154 million four years. Yeah. And a lot of people are speculating that it wasn't even um, – it really wasn't even about the basketball. It was more about his production. He has a production – uh, company that does movies. Yeah. Um, so they are doing Space Jam. We just looked it up and uh, they delayed the release um, of uh, of the trailer because he said that he was going to do it right after he signed with someone. And what ended up happening, he bailed on it because somebody leaked the info. Yeah. So um, I think he's a funny dude. He was great in that Amy Schumer movie, uh, Trainwreck. Um, He was pretty good in it. Um, But it's just one of those things like I really hope it's not one of those things where you're just like, oh, so he's just he's just doing it for the money. and He doesn't really care kind of thing. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I had felt like we had to mention it just because the fact that it has major implications on movies because he'll be in L.A. You don't think, you know, they travel a lot, but when they're home. They're home, so you know he has his own house. And well, no, another thing that he was talking about is because his kids going to school out there too. So he was like, right, because that's where he, that's where he lives in the off season. Yeah. So, so it makes more sense for him. trying to be there. Yeah, um, let us know how you feel about it. Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast, Instagram FOMO podcast, and just go there. And let us know, see what you, what you think about this LeBron deal. I know a lot of people hate it because they just say it's ruining basketball and <laughs> things like it's that. Ruining. And I just, I just. I, I don't think he's the greatest personally, but it is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, let's see if we have anything. Okay, so we already have a corner called Chris Called It. What did I, what did, what did I mention in um, that one episode about Terry Crews and the sexual assault stuff? What did I tell you what was going to happen? Oh, that he was like against the filming of it because of that incident. Right. Yeah. So then it comes out that Terry Crews will not be in Expendables 4, which has been announced. Um because he refuses to be on it because he was told he would be given a role in it if he dropped his case. It's blackmail. Mm-hmm. Not just that. It's it's dirty. Yeah. It, it makes me feel icky. I'm not going to watch that movie. I'm not going to want to be associated with that movie at all because just because the fact that it's like you're literally ruining a man's life over this. You know, I get it. He makes lots of money. He's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But... You don't know, like, um, people always talk about um, uh, football players. Yeah. Oh, how can they not save money? I'm like, um, a lot of people don't know. So when they make money, they pay taxes on it. 
Um, you also got to think about the fact that they don't have health insurance, so they're paying for their own health insurance, which is not cheap, especially if you're a stunt uh, actor. So you're working with, you know, doing crazy things. You're going to be harder to insure. Um, and I'm not going to lie. You worked hard to get that type of lifestyle and you're going to keep it. You know, I have no problem with it. The ones that I don't like are the ones that are like, I can't live on like the alimony ones where you hear them that they can't live off a hundred thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Come on, man. Like I was reading this article. I don't know how true it is. As with anything, you know, anything that's out there, all the gossip is just speculation a lot of the time. Um, that like Johnny Depp, like, what was it? Like spent like $2 million a month or something. Right. Like, Holy crap. Uh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> But you got to think, you know, a lot of these guys own their hands or in different things. Well, I think I think a lot of things too is they they support they support a lot of people that glom on. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like these people that are glomming on are probably the ones that are saving their money and you know and and utilizing it to further themselves instead of being like, hey, no, you know that's not my money. I didn't earn it. <laughs> I mean, the the um, there's the show they have on ESPN. Can't remember what it's called, but they, they talk about the the NFL players, the, how they manage their money. You know, yeah. like uh, Thurman Thomas has a company called Thermal Energy, yeah. and it's spelled like his name. And he literally said he's most of the money he saved at the end of his career, he's not even using because he's making money off his business. Yeah. But um, they also talk about the sad stuff. There's a guy. Um, oh man, what is it called? Andrew is Andrew Brandt, I think it is. I can't remember his name, but he's. Um, he used to be the director of player personnel for the Packers. Yeah. And he said, you know how many conversations I have to have with these players about, um, you know, bankrolling people. Exactly. And he goes, I would get into a limo and tell the player to get out. And I would sit there and tell his best friends, if you love him, you'll never see him again. Yeah. Because that's, they feel, you know, he goes, he goes, how many, how many players are going to buy their friends, cars, trips, uh, recording studios. He said he, in his years at the Packers, he saw like seven or eight people buy recording studios for their friends and you know this the same thing you know uh happens with these actors is they do get accustomed like here's the thing if you're consistently making 15 million dollars a year you're going to start living a 15 million dollar a year lifestyle no matter how hard you try to be frugal and things like that obviously some people are like that like uh, keanu reeves um he lives a very minimalist lifestyle. He, um, I do know that uh, he has his own motorcycle company right now. You know how much one of his motorcycles are? Minimum? It's like $30,000. Nice. They're very custom made. Um, but then also like uh, Chad Johnson, Chad Otosingo from the NFL. That dude was driving a busted Hyundai for the longest time. And you know what his new car he got when he got one? He got a Prius. So it's like, you know, there are ways where you can save your money. I, mean, I see him on Twitter all the time saying, first 10 people to DM me, I'm going to bless your life today. And he yeah. sends them like, you know, who knows how much money? You don't know. Yeah. But there are ways to manage it. And, you know, I, I hope nothing best for, for Terry Crews. I hope that um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine stays on NBC for a while. Is it on NBC? I believe so. NBC, yeah. I hope it stays in there for a while. Because he deserves the best, and he doesn't deserve to go through what he's going through, especially being, you know, it, the worst part for me is, is that everyone says, well, he's a big buff guy. And I'm like, you know, that's not the way it works. And then they do have the evidence of basically he's not – nothing's going to happen to the dude that did it because they said they can't follow criminal charges. But they do have, like, proof of people saying, oh, you know, he was just joking. And I'm like, I don't care um, if you're joking. Um 
sexual assault like that, yeah, especially in a professional atmosphere. Yeah. I get you see your best friend, you walk up and you slap him on the butt. Okay, this dude walked up and grabbed Terry Crews' junk like just out of nowhere. Yeah, nobody does that. Nobody does uh, that unless you're a doctor and you're doing a physical. But then you ask unless prior to that. Unless you're on Family Guy, and then you get the doctor's license taken away because he sexually assaulted you for giving you a prostate exam. Yeah. He's so, like, Wait, you know the doctor? <laughs> the doctor will be in here in a minute. Yeah. Um, so, uh, on to more positive stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if MTV is losing um, stuff or what's going on, but the first big announcement was there that they're rebooting um, Daria. Um that was the weirdest show when I was watching it because we were younger. We were pretty young with that. That's a fun, it was a funny show. It was funny. Yeah, she um, was but, a spinoff from Beavis and Butthead. Right, and now now they're 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 saying they're going to be doing a bunch of reboots on that network. Uh, I know the challenge is going away. Well, they just brought back uh, Jersey Shore, which just finished up, but it's coming back in August. Right, they're, they're going home for a little bit, and then they have the that one's been boosting the Florida Bama Shore. See, um, I feel that they, they try to piggyback off of that, and, well, and it, it shouldn't. The problem is I watched a little bit of that Florida Bama Shore because I was watching Teen Mom. Yeah. Um, and um, it seemed too, too much real world, real worldy. Yeah. It wasn't. Um, it's not. A, I feel like it, as obnoxious as the people from Jersey Shore are, it's entertaining and it's genuine because that's how they really are. Right. And, and we uh, remember when we first met them when they were just uh, what they, as they called them, Guidos and Guidettes that yeah. were just you know starting. Um, dude, I, I love Jersey Shore though. Like that's like the only thing that that's the only trash TV that I really enjoy. Dude, so Sarah loves uh, uh, Teen Mom too. Oh really? <laughs> so we just watched the last episode. So yeah. minor spoilers, but um, it's all over the internet. One of the one of the dude Janelle Evans, the Janelle Evans this is the one that's been arrested like a bunch of times and drug possession and all that stuff. Yeah, she's on the straight and narrow now. But um, her husband got booted off the show for sending out some homophobic tweets. Mm-hmm. And they friggin' they show like what happens. They go and talk to her mom because the other, they don't want the wife doesn't want to record because the husband can't be on it. So it's just amazing to see. You know, um, we like the show better now because the producers are on the show. So the people that you, you never used to see who are, are in the behind the scenes, kind of asking the questions. Um, it's much more like Big Brother esque, where like they're asking them questions and asking them, and then, you, and then you, you, everyone forgets to realize you record a reality TV show for over ten years. Eventually, you make friends with the people that are the crew. Um, Janelle Evans, uh, the dude that married him. Was the security guard for the show. Hmm. So it was kind of like, okay, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? That's yeah. pretty cool that, you know, you're that close to them. So, um, but I'm hopeful for MTV. The challenge is done. They're not going to do the challenge anymore. I guess that got burned out. Yeah, tired of CT. <laughs> I love CT. He's my man. <laughs> Ever since uh, DM passed away, though, you can tell he's a different dude. Because yeah. that was kind of sad. You know, she was on the show for so long and then she got cancer and she beat it and then came back. And yeah. so there is real drama. Um, and speaking of drama, um, NBC announced they're they're going to replace uh, Roseanne is getting replaced with the Connors. The Connors. It's about Terminator. <laughs> Everybody get down on the Terminator. John Connor. <laughs> um, so basically, it's going to focus on Darlene's character. Yeah. Um, I think you. Was it you that said you'd enjoy a show with her character or something like that, or was it somebody else that? Well, who? What character? With Darlene's character. Yeah, because Dar- So here's the thing, though, is um, what I liked about the show 
for the most part is is it stuck true to who the people were in real life. Hmm. So you're not sitting there because I'm the kind of person where, okay, if you have a political view, whatever, but I'm never going to see a, 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 sh- a show or a movie where George Clooney is the leader of a military group that's super pro pro Trump. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's, he's super far left. Where in this one, that's what Darlene plays and that's who she is in real life. She doesn't have any crazy things to say. She's not like Whoopi Goldberg or she's not like um, Elizabeth Hasselbeck that was on The View that she's on now. But um, her character, um, I liked her. And I also liked the Dan character mm-hmm. because he plays that el- that older person who is accepting of everything. But he's more concerned because – so of those of you that haven't watched, um, they have uh, the uh, Darlene's son likes to wear skirts. He doesn't, there's, there's nothing about, um, like liking boys and girls. He just likes it. And Dan's like, I'm just worried. He's like, why isn't he getting made fun of? And he goes, I'm worried it's going to affect his, him, his personality and his brain. And that's true, you know, not knowing what it is. And, but the way they played it, I really liked the show for that. It wasn't like, oh, Dan's the dirty old man who doesn't think transgender people are real kind of thing. It's like, no, he doesn't understand it, <laughs> which a lot of people don't understand it. So it was very real-worldy. Um, I actually think I might like this approach better because... Wait, are they going to kill her off or what? I don't know, man. They're like, Roseanne ate a, ate a donut and choked on it or something. <laughs> I mean, maybe what if, they, what if they played off like the Dan dying was actually him... Dreaming, hope, wishing it was him that had die, died and not her kind of thing. Yeah, because, I mean, it really wasn't fair to the rest of the crew that were actually working hard. No. You know, for her to be such a bigot. And it wasn't – and what's funny is, is I I think it was less bigoted and more ignorant. Yeah. No, but she's, she's kind of – she's been a bigot for a minute, though. She's a, she's a Trump bigot is what she is. It makes it's it. It's a bigot. Well, no, but <laughs> if you have certain views which are normally considered iffy, mm-hmm. if you're a Trump supporter, it makes them immediately ten times worse. So, she obviously had a very, very poor choice in words. If she said wanted to call someone a, <laughs> a dirty person mm-hmm. or uh, a lemming or something like that, you, you can't you can't say what she said at all, and she deserved rightfully so to be fired. Um, I don't think that um, uh, I think ABC is going to have a big lawsuit on their hands because they haven't kicked Joy Behar off the radio, off the show, on TV yet. Mm. And she says she says pretty bad stuff in her own personal thing. Um, that guy that was uh, the senator that had the video picture of him pretending to grab the sleeping reporter's boobs. She has a picture of herself trying to grab some guy's junk on a red carpet. Yeah. So she's done a lot of things, you know, so ABC is going to have an uphill battle in the end of it. But Roseanne has relinquished um, all rights to everything. So obviously she knows she screwed up. Yeah. So it's not one of those things where you're sitting there and you're like, oh, she's going to fight tooth and nail and not let this happen. No, she realizes that she screwed up and they're not going to. No more second chances. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, um. Let us know what you think about that situation. You know, what do you think about the Connors? Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and Instagram, FOMO podcast. We'll have a, or no, I'll take a picture of my shirt today um, representing uh, House Family Stark. Um, Let's do, uh, I have two things in gaming news. So um, the first one is actually TV related, but um, there's going to be a Halo TV series coming to Showtime. I don't know what to make of that. Especially since it's Showtime, 
You know what I mean? Like, are they going to make it like a like a Starship Troopers type of thing where they're inappropriate boobs and you know, cursing? Well, Showtime's been getting a lot of content, and they're getting a lot of Vice stuff, too. I think they're trying to go for the people like that show Strike Back on Cinemax. Yeah. Because they I like Strike Back. They're also, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Deuces Samero. They're on Viceland. Amazing show. It's just like these two dudes, they just riff on like current events and news and stuff. Okay. Super funny. Um, Which just, I like. Vi- Viceland's amazing. Yeah, and they just got a show with Showtime, but I think Vice is putting a lot of their content on Showtime coming up. Well, they cross they cross over a little bit. Mm. No, but I think they're switching from HBO to Showtime. But they have a Vice. Viceland has its own ch- um, channel. No, I know, but I'm talking about the Vice News. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that's all been exclusive to HBO for some time now. Like the Vice News. Vice News is, um, for those of you that haven't watched it, it's very wham, bam, 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 bam. It's very British. Like, if I've, I've watched some British news, and they're very bam, 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 bam. They're just, just, just going and popping news out. They don't sit there and dwell on it over and over again. So, you know, who knows? I, I mean, the Halo TV series, I don't know what it could be about. Once we get more information, um, what it's going to focus on, because sometimes it'll focus on one character or another. You don't know. Um, but th- my favorite news that came out, I'm um, I'm a Sony person. I have a PlayStation. <laughs> I'm all about that. Okay. But Bethesda Gaming, they've made the news twice this week. So first thing they did was, um, for those of you who haven't played the um, the Fallout Vault game, it's basically an app for your phone. I have it on the Switch right now. I've been playing on the Switch. Um, basically, what the concept is is you build little levels, and it's it's a typical gaming thing. I remember probably when you we were kids when it started popular, where you made a level and it had like an elevator, and you would put like an office or this and that, and you'd you'd build the building kind of thing. Okay. Well. Um, but they've had one, I think they've had it for now, four years, three or four years now that game's been out. Well, just recently, the company that made that game for them released a very similar game that was Westworld themed. And it's actually a lot more detailed and a lot more fancy. So they're kind of mad about it. So we don't know if they're going to go after them or not. We'll see. Then... Bethesda comes out, they're just making friends all week long, saying that the reason why there isn't any cross-platform gaming all across the board, but mainly because of that Vault 76 is coming out as online only, is because of Sony. So I don't know if they were doing it to put a fire under Sony's butt or if they were just like, eh, you know what? Screw them. We don't have any games on there because Fallout is not available on, on PlayStation. So, or is it? I don't think, I don't know. So, um, maybe it is. I get confused with the, the exclusive ones. <laughs> but um, uh, they're basically saying the cross-platform playing is... Oh, it is on it is on PlayStation Cross-platform? Um, it is on both. But the cross-platform is what everyone's wanting. Because when you're playing online-only games, what's the point of playing... If you can't, if you're, if half your friends have different consoles, so um, they're making waves. Sony has now announced because Sony has been working with Nintendo to try and do some little things here and there. And for those of you that don't know, when you make a game, so if Microsoft or X, Xbox branded company, so when Sony makes a game, usually they have to pay a little bit extra money to put it onto a, a platform like Microsoft because they realize. Hey, you're our rival. We're gonna charge you money for it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm okay with that. I, I, you know, 
I get it's it's a strategic thing. It's not anything. Um, it's not anything that you know anybody else wouldn't do. But I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm not. Sony doesn't take this stuff lightly. Yeah. Sony doesn't mess around. They're they're pretty much you screw with us. We're, we're, we're going to come after you kind of thing. So, um, you know, besides that, though, I'm very excited. Um, Comic-Con's coming up, so usually you get a little bit of gaming news around Comic-Con because a lot of stuff. And did you hear – this is a weird segue. I just remember reading <laughs> this today. Did you hear what's happening at Comic-Con this year? Nay. Taco Bell is rebuilding the Taco Bell from Demolition oh. Man. Is it at a Comic-Con? I thought it was just in San Diego. Is that, it's for oh, San yeah. Diego Comic-Con. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was like a few days. It was like July 15th or 14th or 17th or something mm-hmm. like that. That's They're awesome. Gonna, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. I want to go down there just for that. Yeah, I know. It's going to be packed, though. Oh, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be like the Save by the Bell thing. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things where you're not going to be able to get into it. I bet you what's going to end up happening is um, they're probably going to like uh, like extend it. Or do this. But you know what, though? Taco Bell is very infamous for saying, oh, this product's popular. Boop, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> the fries. Yeah. Love those them. They're coming back. I know. I saw an email. Oh, I know. <laughs> you give me those nachos and those fries. Yeah. Um, and then what I was going to say is kind of segue. Did you see the title for Avengers 4? No. Endgame? That's what it's going to be called? Yeah, I guess like one of the producers leaked it on his resume. And it, it, was, it got caught online, and then he, like, instantly switched it to Untitled. But the damage is already done, and everybody's like, holy crap. <laughs> um, I do know that um, – uh, so that happened. But did you see the funny one that Tom Holland did? Oh, about the title? He fake leaked it. It wasn't real. Yeah. Like, but they said that because he's a dummy and he keeps almost leaking stuff, they made it look like he leaked it. Yeah. But he did it. It was planned. Yeah. Um, and those that don't know – so I did find out um, – Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place right after Civil War. So it's oh, okay. before Thanos. Yeah. So, um, and everyone says that this is going to be weird, but once they're all out, if you watch them in chronological order, it's going to make the Avengers movie make more sense. I thought it made sense as is. But no, they it's said like it connects it. No. Dang, Chris. Dude, dude I have no time for <laughs> Go anything. Go do it. <laughs> I, I have no time for anything. I'm just kidding. But um, along, that, along the Marvel, <laughs> um, Jared Leto, who is now yeah. going to be a part of the Marvel Universe, rumor is he's going to play the Spider-Man villain Morbius. Yeah, the vampire. The living vampire. The living vampire. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I had that action figure. I remember it. It was very creepy. Yeah, because he has a weird, like he has a very Voldemort-like mouth. Yeah, like it's weird. It's not like it's like a um, predator mouth. Yeah, it's like sh- very sharp cheekbones, mm-hmm. and he has. It, I don't know. You know, I'm. He's a freaky looking vampire. He's a freaky looking vampire. We don't have very much info on it to go with, um, so we'll see. Um, then we have a couple less things on the on the agenda. So, Child's Play TV show trailer trailer released. <laughs> How do you feel about Child's Play? Uh, I don't really care for it. Um, I did like the little the little appearance in Play, Ready Player One. I mean, there, <laughs> um, that was a funny scene. I don't know if you remember that. Didn't watch it yet. Dang. I, I dude, I barely watch any movies. Oh. Um, it's one of those things where I'm just kind of like. I get it, but I mean, I've, I've been, I've been watching, I mean, I've been watching 
so much TV instead. I, I haven't been able to watch anything else. Yeah. Um, but Child's Play TV show, I mean... Yeah, whatever. I mean... We'll skip it. They're trying. No, <laughs> for me personally, how do you make a TV show out of a horror film like that? You know what I mean? They did it out of The Mist. But The Mist is different. Yeah. For me personally, The Mist is very much different. Because The Mist is an ongoing, you don't know what's going after you. Yeah. In Problem Child, everyone knows it's the doll. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, After they a they certain point. even more origin, though, as to the guy who possessed the doll. Um, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, the reason why I was delayed a little bit is I forgot about this. Um, Jordan Peele wants to do a live-action reboot of Gargoyles. Huh. Remember that? Yeah, the, that was an awesome show. I love that I show. Felt like, I felt like that was, like, up up to snuff with, like, the X-Men, like, superhero yes. show. Yes, yes. And Gargoyles, it only had, like, one season, I think. Did it? No, it, it had at least two or three. Uh, dude, it barely had any seasons. That's I remember looking it up because my wife had never seen it, and I was like, you never seen Gargoyles? And I was like, Gargoyles is the best show ever. 65 episodes, two seasons. There you go. See, I'm like, I know that you Whoa. two. How many? The second season was 52 episodes, <laughs> so it was on once a week. Yeah. Let's see. I no. remember. No, more than that. It also in the first the, the first, first week one two three four consecutive days oh so it was on four days a week yeah the second season that was and an amazing show the first season was only uh, thirteen, 13 episodes, episodes. Yeah. oh yeah I mean I lo- I loved that show so much so it was on weekly before when it was the first first iteration of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it was on four days, five days the first week. Awakening part one, two, three, four, and five. That's pretty ballsy to put five a five-part episode out as your first episode. <laughs> and they all got high rankings, dude. They're like over seven, almost all of them almost nine. Because they're amazing. Oh, man, I missed that. Also, then technically, it went, in, it went on for three years. So it was 94. Oh, so 94 was eight episodes. Then 95 was five episodes. And then 95, they continued in uh, a little bit later into the year. And so half the season was then. And then, yeah, and then 96 is the other half of the season. I remember watching all the time. I felt like it was it went on for a way, 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 way longer. Well, and then when they release them on, like, DVD and stuff, they release it into five volumes. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of people in this that I didn't even know. Jonathan Frakes was in it, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Keith David, my favorite from Pitch Goliath, Black. Yeah. From Pitch Black. He's Goliath. Loved him on Pitch Black. And then, of course, Bill. I don't even know how to say his last name. Fogerbacky. Mm-hmm. Fagerback. Patrick Starr. <laughs> Patrick Starr. Yeah. And also, what's his face from Coach? Yeah. Loved him. Oh, Thomas Wilson, too. Jesus. And Clancy Brown. I always get those two dudes confused for each other when I ever talk about them. Because Thomas Wilson is uh, Biff. And then Clancy Brown is from Pet Cemetery. Yeah. So, and Ro- Rocky Carroll. I love him. He's from uh, NCIS. There's a, There's lot, of a lot of people in yeah. this. Holy cow. I'm just through half of it. Tim Curry, everybody, man. There's some people in here that if you look at their photos, you'd be surprised. They had a voice on that show. Jesus, Richard Grieco. Hey, Brent Spiner. Richard Grieco, 
Okay. Kate Mulgrew. So for a lot of those Star Trek fans, she was on uh, Star Trek. Uh, which one was it? Discovery? No. Uh, I'll look at her name. That'd be smart. <laughs> Star Trek Voyager. Voyager. And those of you that don't know her from that will know her as the Russian girl, the um, older lady on Orange is the New Black. Diedrich Bader was in it. CCH Pounder. Jim Belushi. Man, I don't even know how they got these people. Because this wasn't even like... Some of these people were popular already. Yeah. I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to see who had like the least amount of stuff that I would know. Tony Shalhoub was in it. James Avery. Um, uh, uh, Uncle uh, Phil from... Yeah. LeVar Burton. All right. There's a lot of connections to Star Trek in here. Hector Elizondo. From Princess Diaries. Cole, Cole Meany. Cole Meany is freaking, what's his face from Star Trek The Next Generation? He looks like, he kind of looks like a sophisticated version of John C. Riley. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That's amazing. Oh my God. that That's like next level filming for a loop right now, dude. All the people that were involved? No, not just that, but the way you said about oh. him being the next level, the, the sophisticated John C. Riley, that's a hundred percent accurate. All right, so sorry, the big. Yeah. I just remember that thing. So, some some things, and that, that concludes our gargoyles, our gargoyles corner. Yeah. So uh, a handful of things left. Um, so uh, it season chapter two started production. Talked about it. We did it. Yes. Okay, done. Um, Doctor Strange two is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. What are they trying to do? So the, here's the thing. For those of you that don't know in the Marvel Universe, there's a new theory out there right now that um, uh, the Hulk has been a Kroll the whole time since the Thor Ragnarok, blah, 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 blah. That there's a new time-dimensional thing that they can do to bring everyone back, blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing. In this next boot, who says that Doctor Strange himself is going to come back? It could be a Doctor Strange movie without Doctor Strange. It could be about... Anything. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, oh, you know, it's dumb because they're having maybe this, maybe that. I'm like, um, Spider-Man, the second Spider-Man sequel could take place before Black Panther could take place before, you know, I think the only problem with Black Panther, I think Black Panther takes place fairly it's close like right after. Right after. Yeah. But Spider-Man, though, has been a while because he hasn't talked to Tony in forever. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Um, they know what they're doing. They just, know what they're doing. Trust, trust the process, people. Trust them. I will say, though, I saw a meme that said that they think that the Phase 3 has come up with the best villains. Mm-hmm. But they have Killmonger on there, and I don't consider Killmonger a villain because he legit had his whole life ruined for something stupid. And it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, no. So you feel like almost like an anti-hero. He's an anti-hero. He's very much like all of our favorite heroes from the 90s in superhero movies. Or action movies who, you know, like Bruce Willis in any of the diehards that were the middle middle of the series. Yeah. He wasn't doing it to help anyone but himself for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like um, my favorite superhero movie when I was a kid was The Phantom. Remember that one riding the horse in that ugly purple suit? Yeah. You know? <laughs> the Phantom. Exactly. So, I mean... Billy Zane. They, they, they'll they handle it. They'll take care of themselves. Trust me. Yeah. Um, also, the worst villain ever, Billy Zane, Titanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. One of those things. Billy Zane. 
Yeah. I like Poor him Billy in Zoolander. <laughs> I like him in everything. He's he's, he's the dude to look for. Because I think, wasn't he in, um, I'm trying to remember. He played the same dude on Titanic in, in The Mummy, the first Mummy, didn't he? Mm, I guess you could see that, yeah. Basically the same dude, a rich guy, just, loses his girl. Yeah, just kind of a jerk. Man. Typecast. Um, <laughs> last movie news is... This one bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me so much. But they're already starting filming for the for Jumanji, the sequel to the one that just came out. Yeah. Didn't that one just come out this year? Uh, or into last year? I think it was into last year. Into last year? Yeah. Possibly. I think it came out in, like, November. My problem is, is okay, I get The Rock and um, 2017. Yeah. So I get that The Rock... They already have it on here for 2019. <laughs> okay. So they're all coming back apparently. What the, there was a Jumanji TV show? I don't know. Huh. Um, plot kept under wraps. <laughs> so. Um, Wait, are they coming out with a Jungle Cruise movie? Yeah, he's in a Jungle Cruise movie. Oh, wow. You didn't know about that one? Oh. Yeah. Um, That's kind of weird. It's actually supposed to be pretty good, I guess. Like, I guess The Rock has complete creative control over everything that's happening, so it's supposed to be pretty good. But my thing is, so they just came out of this movie. There was no plans for a sequel. It wasn't like it set it up for a huge sequel. Um, but yeah, for, what, I'm wondering, yeah, where can you go with it? I do wonder. Um, somebody else finds the game, I guess. Yeah. And they, I mean, the benefit to that is they get to play different characters, I guess. <laughs> um, Jack Black was my favorite part of that. Well, because they were the avatars though in the game. So Correct that makes sense, right? Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna end. I'll end with a review of a show that I've been watching. But Arnaldo got to experience something that I've been waiting to experience. I'm not gonna probably get to experience, but he got to go to Pixar Fest. Pixar Fest, which ends September third, right? Right. Yeah. Pretty dang cool. There's a lot of like special treats at all the. Stands and some of the restaurants and stuff. Which one of the restaurants we tried was that Lamplight Lounge that just oh, launched. Yes. We had we had reservations. The reservation system sucks. To be honest with you, um, but <laughs> just because okay, so we had two reservations, but we were like, can we just condense it into one? They're like, well, we're gonna put you guys close to each other, even though you're on the same ticket. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So. Anyways, just plan for to make sure you're accurate about the group that you're in because they're apparently simple math just doesn't. Right. It, granted, it is the first week too, though. Did you see they have that private room there now too, like the speakeasy room? Which one? And at Lamplight Lounge, there's a wall you walk up to, and they push this lever, and the door opens, and it's a little private room. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, no. but um, food was excellent. The uh, the thing to have was that everybody's like been talking about is the little donuts. Amazing. Oh yes, they have this like raspberry dip that has mm-hmm. pop rocks in it. Amazing, Ooh. so good. Did you um did you get to do uh, lobster nachos or? Oh, no, I've had those. Uh, did you get to try out the the snow cone stand with the the big bottle? Dude, of the line in? for that was as long as the line for the Incredicoaster. So no. Did you do the Incredicoaster? Yes, I went in single rider on that. It already broke down. Did it? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, the yeah. story makes it better. Yeah, uh, it's not much of a story. It's just, it's just, it's more interactive. So you see a lot of the like characters and stuff throughout the ride. It's just impressive, dude. Like what they were able to do with it. Like um, if you've seen the new Incredibles, they incorporated a lot of that um, into it, including like the uh, the kind of I guess the launch bay. Mm-hmm. 
is the same as the home that they're staying in in the second film. So pretty damn cool. Um, the theming on it is incredible. Now at the at the Midway games, they have some different ones that are like um, some Pixar shorts and like Wall-E and mm-hmm. different things like that. Um, we we had our my wife's cousin's kid and he was he was out there playing with us and we bought him this little thing for the midway games and it was like eight bucks but he won like two plushes so you're guaranteed there's some that you're guaranteed to win something no matter what which is cool you know so the kids don't feel like they're especially for the kids because you go to disney and maybe that's a a cheaper way to get a a toy or a souvenir and they actually get to do something yeah so if you figure you spend four bucks you get a nice little plush you know what i mean pretty neat he got a wally uh plush that was about yay big so pretty that's neat. pretty good. Yeah. For those of you who can't see him making the motion with his hand, it's about, it's about uh, two, 18 inches. Yeah, yeah. give or take. <laughs> give or take. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Pixar Pier, loved it. I wanted to try that little chicken shack, but didn't get a chance to. Okay. Just because we'd been kind of snacking and eating throughout, so. I mean, the only thing that I always have to have when I go is um, uh, the uh, mac and cheese in a bread bowl. That sounds like that sounds like a really heavy dish. Ooh, it's so good, it's so good. Have you tried the chili cone at the cozy cone? Cozy cone, no. That's 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 legit. The, uh, yeah. I, I there's so much there's so much there's so there. much there, man. I know it really is so much. Uh, but overall, um, love the theming. I tried. There's like a few things that we tried that were kind of Pixar themed. It was the I tried this like ant on a log. Like churro, mm-hmm. they had like donut drizzling, and they put like um, like pretty much cocoa krispies over it. Okay, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, but man, overall, really cool. So if you get a chance to experience it, the do o- it. The only thing I didn't like is is um, so everyone's mad they're getting rid of Bugs Land, but they're going to ah. be repurposing some of those rides over on the other side. Yeah, so I mean, it's still Pixar, really. So. Flix Flyers is going to get redone. I am going to miss Heimlich's Choo Choo. Because that was actually a fun ride to go on, even as an adult. It was <laughs> I really just went fun. on it, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the last rides. My did. favorite picture of uh, my wife is on it. She's eating the <laughs> cupcake. We stopped right by the cupcake, and she's like this, making her mouth open. Looks like she took a bite out of it. So, oh, well, that's good. Everyone needs to go to Disneyland and support them because uh, it's always fun to go. Um, oh, another experience that um, that's that's currently going is the Skyland Lounge experience. Oh, yes. We watched the fireworks from where the people movie used to be. Yes. Oh, man. That was awesome. Well worth it. It's fifty bucks. I heard. I heard the problem is though is that you have to you have to do it during the summer because the winter months. If they cancel the fireworks or anything like that, you don't get a refund or anything like that. I'm, I mean, it's, honestly, the fireworks or whatever. Um, just I see them all the time. So, but the experience itself, the staff is amazing. They just like they're super catering to you. You get unlimited drinks. That's the only spot in the park that I found Perrier. Which I love, Perry. Do they have the pomegranate lemonade that you uh, cannot buy anywhere but the parks? Uh, no, no, no. You get like they get like canned drinks. They get, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So you get canned drinks. They oh, get, I saw the pictures you posted. I was like, the little kid kept getting Pepsi cup, Pepsi uh, Coke uh, cans, yeah. and I go, where the heck did you get a Coke can? Yeah, at? yeah. So you get all you can drink. So you can drink as you can get like thirty of those, and it doesn't matter. Which is awesome. Um, then What's you, the food? The the food that the you snacks. get it's like it's they're like a dessert platter. So you get kind of like their versions of like hostess treats almost. Oh, because you know what? When we got the dessert one at Errol's Grotto, which is now um, the Lamplight yeah. Lounge, um, 
they had like a deconstructed uh, s'more. Yeah. So it was like a graham cracker, but it was made, it was graham cracker flavor. It was like, it was like a cream. So when you mm-hmm. scooped through it, it was the whipped cream, the chocolate, and the graham cracker, and you ate it. So it was like that then. Yeah, well, but they actually made their versions of like a, like a snowball. It was like okay. a Twinkie with like a coconut and like a raspberry kind of outside. Uh, then they had like a ho-ho, but it was like more like, it looked like a truffle. And they had like this, it's kind of like a... Like a spongy, like Twinkie like cake with like a cream filling. Okay. It was a Mickey shape. Uh, what else? They had grapes. And then they had this like really good, like, it was like a cream cheese bacon chive, kind of like a, kind of like a loaded baked potato mm-hmm. uh, dip with these like little crackers. So all of it was incredible. And, uh, you know, for 50 bucks and you get to just lounge there for two hours. You know, kind of kick your feet up. You, you can play che- uh, checkers. They have giant um, Connect Four, like a like a huge version of it. Giant Jenga, uh, and then you actually have some characters that come through, and you can just kind of kick it. Who came through? Uh, Minnie came out, and she was just out there with us, and you get to see just the whole park from a whole different view. And that that alone was, like I said, the experience is amazing. Well, it's, you got to think. When did the pe- people move her clothes in the late nineties? I think. Mm-hmm. So I went on it. It was awesome. I remember it. People were, it was fun. You yeah. got to look inside um, Star Tours. Yeah, it was amazing. You know, almost some, some, somewhere to the train looks in on um, Splash Mountain. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and how do you like the new train ride? Oh, it's uh, it's awesome because you get to see the rivers of America. And yeah. I actually did the, the, for the first time, I went on the the canoes. Oh, okay. And that was really cool, too. That's supposed to be really fun. Yeah, i never done it before. Um yeah, so I did a lot of stuff that I normally wouldn't and do. For those of you, there's little like things like I got to do the. Um, did you go on Tom Sawyer Island and stuff? Or? I've been on. Yeah, I love Tom. I love Tom Sawyer Island, especially yeah. the the big gold chest that sits yeah. there. Uh, my favorite was getting to drive the Mark Twain, mm. going up in the top because oh, that's right. yeah, because there's actually right? there's actually a room mm-hmm. up there that you don't see from the outside, and there's a room that has pictures of Walt younger Walt up in there, and there's oh, a picture nice. of the actual boat that it's modeled after, kind of thing. So it's really cool and. You know, that's awesome, man. I, I haven't been in a while. Um, we're having a baby, so we're probably going to wait till after the baby's born. Kept trying to convince the wife, let's go to Disney when she's due so we can get the baby gets a free pass for life if the baby's born there. So I was like, <laughs> really? hey, oh, yeah. If you that. go into labor there, the baby, uh, if the baby's delivered there, because they have a, it's almost like a. Like they have their own little hospital type of thing? It's a type of thing like that, yeah. it's Because when you go in there, you can ask for an aspirin and you have to sign for it. Mm-hmm. But they actually have a thing like like you can see there's rooms in there to, to do examinations on you and stuff oh. like that. So yeah, um, I told the wife I go you need to get your RN so that way we can you can be an RN for Disney. I heard yeah. it pays fantastic too. Oh, I bet. So you know it's one of those things. Well, I'm glad you had fun. We yeah. you know super good time. Uh, highly recommend the Pixar Pixar Fest. Like I said, if you are able to make it out before September third. Really cool theming, really cool snacks and treats. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm gonna finish with um, so. Being fans of Westworld, Westworld Descended, amazing ending. Um, I like the way it could set up for a third season if they wanted to have a third season. I think, dude, you know what I was going to tell you? I think they could do a whole like spinoff with that Native American guy. Yep. Holy crap. Yep. That guy's so good. Yeah, he was. Uh, I can't remember him. I know I've seen him in stuff before. He always plays a Native American. Yeah. But um, I really liked him. Um, but so when that ended, I was like, crap, what am I going to watch now? So I've been seeing the previews for that succession when I when I watch. I want to watch that one and that Amy Adams one where she's a reporter and she goes back to her hometown and, and it's like a redneck town. Mm. And I want to watch that one too. One that's like made by the Big Little Lies people. Yeah, it, it's, it comes out. I think uh, next this coming up weekend is the premiere. Um, but so I wanted to started watching Succession. 
And um, the main reason why I wanted to watch it, I love Brian Cox. And um, I, I've heard that Macaulay Culkin's brother is really, really good. And this show was fantastic. It's highly inappropriate for kids. It's on HBO, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but there's just, it's basically about a high stakes firm that has stakes in uh, media companies. It's almost like a, uh, a Hearst story modern day mm. with telecommunications, uh, theme parks, and newspapers. Yeah. And um, media mogul. Media mogul. It's just, it's an amazing story. And so far, it's been, you know, disgusting and gruesome and everything you'd expect from a new show but brian cox is fantastic i love him in it um the girl that plays her daughter shiv i think is what they call her Mm -hmm. she's fantastic the other son um i can't remember the name is an older guy with gray hair and he was on spin city that's what i remember him from and um He's really good in it, and then also the guy that plays the main son that you see in the previews. So if you haven't watched Succession yet, and you're an adult and you have HBO, make sure you watch it. If you don't have HBO and you know Arnaldo, call him to get you signed up for HBO Go um, or HBO Now through DirecTV Now because it's freaking amazing. And they just added Spanish stations, so you can upgrade your package. And I know Arnaldo wants to make that money. Make it. So money, you know, please. <laughs> <laughs> Money, please. For those of you that watch Parks and Rec, you'll get that. Um, Mona Lisa. Yeah. Uh, Mona Lisa Saperstein. Oh, man. Uh, so, you know, we haven't, we had a long, nice long one for you today. Yeah. Um, so just remember go to Pod Bros Network, podbros.com pod, pod to uh, listen to our stuff there, listen to their stuff there. Um, uh, and also go to our Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast. Uh, Instagram, which Ronaldo will take a picture of on my shirt for today on the FOMO podcast. And then um, make sure you go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash FOMOcast. Um, it's going to be a little uncertain here for multiple reasons on our recording schedule, but we're yeah. trying to stick for Mondays. I was going to, I was actually just going to mention that. I'm like, I'm assuming the next few weeks you're going to be kind of trying because you're in like, doing some stuff. Yeah, so like life stuff, so life stuff. So we're going to try and do on Mondays. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But Hey, look, we still recap everything that happened since we last talked. That's right. So it's jam packed. So, yeah. um, and, uh, don't cry. Timothy Mendoza. We'll, so he was we'll in the parks too, right? Yeah. He was there too. Yeah, I didn't see him. I, they go quick. Oh, okay. So I don't know. He was there. But I think his first day there was the day you were flying down there. Oh, uh, okay. So gotcha. I usually run into people all the time when I'm down there, and it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. We ran into my my brother-in-law's best friend in the parks, <laughs> yeah. walking off home Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I'm sitting there leaning against the log, waiting for uh, uh, someone to go to the bathroom, and all of a sudden I look up, and they're like, hey, and I go, what? Yeah. Turlock in the house. What? What? <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. So, uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Ronaldo. And we'll see you next time. Tell me what I need to know.